sales are easy. It's making the call that's hard. Hi, my name is Dave Galegas. I've spent the last 25 years in the mortgage industry and a lifetime in sales. In this show, I'll bring that experience, expertise, and the experts I've met to you with actionable advice to improve your sales. It's not magic. You just make the call. Hi, everyone. We're back for podcast episode number two of Make the Call. Make the Call is designed for real estate and mortgage professionals to give you tools and insights and motivation and skills and tactics and strategies to do more business, make more money, have a better experience as in your career. And my goal is to get you to be a better salesperson and to be motivated to pick up the phone and make the call. So today's topic is going to center around the idea of why it's important to understand that to be successful in a straight commission sales job, which we talked about last week, it is important to talk to lots of people every day. And I think that's a concept that a lot of people in sales miss. And especially because they're not intentional about going out and having lots of conversations every day. So why, why do you want to do that? Well, more conversations leads to more activity and more opportunities. You know, when it comes to real estate and mortgages, I say this all the time. We live in America and in America, everybody wants to be a homeowner and some people don't. I'll, I'll be the first to admit that, that that's not true, that everybody wants to be a homeowner. But I believe strongly that everybody should want to be a homeowner. And there's a lot of statistical and empirical and financial reasons why that's a better life for people. Homeownership promotes so many positive things in our communities, uh, stronger families, more ties to the communities, better education for kids. And it certainly is the difference in building wealth for most Americans. The difference, the average net worth of a homeowner in America is 40 times greater than the average net worth of a renter. And I just think that's as powerful a reason as I can think of when you take into consideration the challenges ahead when it comes to people are all living longer and social security isn't going to last as long as it is. At least with a home, you've built up a lot of equity and there's an opportunity to take advantage of using that equity to preserve your wealth in your, in your, when you're a senior and you're no longer working. So goes back to though, this is about picking up the phone and making the call. And what I think people struggle with is they're not quite sure how to do that or, or what they should be talking about when they're talking about this. And if you're not doing enough business, you're not talking to enough people. Now, I didn't coin that phrase. My good buddy, Mike White did. And I'm going to have Mike on uh, one of our future podcasts. Mike's going to be, he's a business coach that I worked with the first time back in 2001, I think. And that was one of his Mike White truisms is that if you're not doing enough businesses, because you're not talking to enough people. And that's a hundred percent true. If Whenever I've gotten loan officers, uh, salespeople who work for me to keep track of the number of actual conversations they have in a given day, they start to realize really quickly is they're just not talking to enough people. You can't go all day in this business and not have a conversation with somebody about a mortgage. You know, there's a direct correlation between the number of conversations that you're having and the number of opportunities that you're going to have to work on. I've said this about the mortgage business all the time. Let's go back to that part about, you know, you can have a random conversation with someone who doesn't own a home today. And if you ask them this questions, do you own a home? And the, I've never not had the answer come back to me like this. 
No, but I want to. And because again, it's America. People like sacrifice life and limb and they leave behind their entire families for the opportunity to come to America because of all of the opportunities that America provides, mostly for families. And I can tell you that, you know, wherever you might come down on the immigration, uh, illegal immigrant argument is immaterial to me because what really matters is that I know that if I was uh, stuck in a cycle where people who risk everything to come to this country legally or illegally, if I had children, I'd want them to have the opportunities of the country. Like, so I don't, so I get that. I, I get why people do what they do to have a chance to come here. And I think a big part of that is at some level, all of us just want to own our own home. And they want to, and I know that for my wife and I, once we had our daughter, Jacqueline, after that, my wife was like, I want a house for my daughter. I want a house that my child can play in the backyard and it's her own backyard and she can have her own room and she can do all those things. And so we became homeowners. And not that I was against it. I wasn't, but I, we became one a lot faster. And I have to give my wife all the credit because she was out looking for houses right away. As, and she's like, I'm, we're buying a house. And so, you know, we did what we had to do to get there. So the point is, is that you have to talk to lots of people to take advantage of that. And and, and to connect with that in people. I've always said that in the mortgage business and in the real estate business, it really helps if you like people. Because if you don't like people, then you know, you're know you not, not gonna wanna have a lot of conversations with people. And I'm talking about having a genuine interest in who people are and where they're coming from. I, I, one of the things that I really enjoyed when I got, when I was still in full-time production mode and not managing and leading a company like I do today, one of the things I liked about the space, about the business altogether was learning about people, talking to them, finding out who they were. I was just genuinely interested. Like it was always interesting to me what people did for a living. And so when you just, when you have a conversation with somebody and you're finding out what they do and how they got into it, I always just found that interesting and intriguing. And so it was fun and it lowered people's guards because I actually was really interested in who they were and I wasn't just trying to sell them something. So in this space of mortgage and real estate, one of the things that you're going to have to do is you're going to have to cultivate your ability to carry on a conversation, become a good conversationalist by being genuinely interested in what people are doing and what's going on in their lives. We have a strategy that when brand new loan officer comes to work for us, who hasn't had any production, doesn't do any business, is just getting going. We make them put a list together of the 300 people that they're going to contact. Everybody knows 300 people, whether you think you do or not, you know, 300 people. And there's just an unlimited number of reasons and we'll, I'll, I'll count them down, but there's just, a, there's so many reasons to reach out and make connection with those people. Obviously the first reason that you want to reach out and speak to people is if they're going to get a mortgage, you want them to think of you, right? So that's the purpose of, of reaching those people. But if they don't own a home, you're going to want to find out if they, if they want to own a home. And again, I never had someone say, no, I never want to own a home. I just never had that happen. And you just find out what's holding them back. And now you're in a position to help them. If they're not in a position to buy a home, you can help them figure out what they have to do to get there. And you're, you can be the one that helps them do that. So that's a great reason right there to pick up the phone and make the call, right? So same thing on the real estate side, if, if you're in the real estate business. So you know, picking up the phone and just making contact with people and letting them know what you're doing, being able to connect with them, being able to send them a handwritten note, getting their mailing address. There's just an any number of reasons why having more conversations will eventually lead to more business. You have to have a well thought out strategy and process behind it. 
you can't have, I think what a lot of people struggle with in mortgage and real estate is they're very transactional in their approach. They're not relational. If you're transactional, all you care about is selling something, right? If you're relational, you're caring about the relationship and if you can truly add value. And I really believe that's the difference. And if you're adding value to people, they're going to want to work with you. That's really how that works. So being in conversation with as many people as you possibly can on a regular basis will produce that outcome. You know, something else that I used to really enjoy, like when I was and when I would get somebody on the phone the first time and have a conversation with them, finding that common ground, like where are we alike? So when you find out what somebody does or where they're from, where they went to school, what they do for a living, how long they've been where they are, those are all the conversation starters that can produce the conversations that build relationships. Because at the end of the day, if you built a relationship with somebody and you truly add value to their lives, they're going to want to work with you because we all do business with people we like and people we trust. And it simply comes down to whether or not you're talking to enough people and enough people like and trust you as to whether or not you're going to do more business. I really want to make sure that you, that I emphasize that, like I said, it really helps to like people and then it really helps to want to be in a position to help them, right? Beyond just your commission check. You know, we talked about on episode one, one of the reasons that I'm passionate about commission sales is because there's no lid on my income. And, and, and that is important, but it isn't just about the income, though helping more people produces more income. And what could be better than being paid very well to help a lot of people? You're doing two things that really produce a positive feeling and that is making more money and helping people. And so finding ways to be able to help people be in a position where you can help is, is the difference. And it's fun. I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, it helps if you like people. And if you don't like people, you should not be in this business. I really believe that. If, if you're not a genuine and people say, oh, I'm a people person. I don't mean that. I mean, it's like, if you have a genuine interest in helping others, then this is a fun business because it's life-changing to help somebody get a house, to help a family build wealth. It's life-changing to help a family move up into their dream home. So that was the coolest part about the business as well when I when I first got into it is that I, I, I've got lifelong friendships from leads that turned into relationships that turned into lifelong relationships. One of my best friends, a guy by the name of John Lopez, John and I still take a one week motorcycle ride every year. He doesn't even live in Colorado anymore, lives in Texas. But through our first encounter back in 19, I know it was the year 2000, right? The year that I started our company, we did a transaction together, his wife and, and two young, very young children. I think his youngest was about three, two or three years old. 20 plus years later, John and I are still best friends and we've done a multiple of transactions together, but it isn't about the transactions. It's about this relationship that I have with somebody. He used to refer me like it was his job when he lived in Colorado. And that's the power of these relationships. I have any number of stories like that where beyond the transaction itself, you build those relationships and then it's just fun. I mean, now you're helping your friends. It's not even a job anymore. It's just you're helping your friends do something that's really good for them. You know, the definition of a salesperson I heard this one time was helping somebody do something left up to their own, they wouldn't do it. And it's really good for them to do. So that's the definition of a great salesperson, that you're helping somebody do something for themselves that's really good for them to do, that left to their own devices, they wouldn't do themselves. Think about that. And that's the power behind having as many conversations as you can possibly have.
I have another client that I used as an example, and I used it as an example to show people how one transaction can lead to multiple, multiple, multiple transactions beyond just the transaction. So this guy's name was Milt Reimer, and I helped him and his wife, Candy, buy a home together. And they bought their first, they, the, that wasn't their first home, but I helped the first time I helped them. It was about the same time, about the year 2000, right after I started my company, maybe it was 2001. And I helped them buy a home and we hit it off. We, we ended up, we liked each other enough that our, as couples, my wife and I, Lori and I, and Milton Candy, what, what we would, we went out and dined together. Uh, I remember we went to, went to the comedy works together once. And so over the years, I refinanced the home that he bought, I think three or four times. Uh, Milt's mother and father moved into a retirement home. Milt bought their house and turned it into an investment property. I refinanced that as well. I helped him buy it and then I helped him refinance it. Milton Candy then ended up buying a home in the mountains. I helped him buy that home. And then I think we refinanced that a couple of times. We refinanced his primary residence three or four times. This was in the early 2000s up into the you know early 20 teens. And so interest rates went on a bit of a cycle there where there was an opportunity to improve people's position fairly frequently. What else was interesting was the amount of business that Milt referred to me in addition. So Milt was another one of those guys that referred businesses all the time. I, I, I don't share these stories to talk about how much business I did. I share these stories to talk about how important the relationship building is when it comes to this industry and how much extra business that it returns to you. And it wasn't superficial for me. It wasn't transactional. It was relational. I had a relationship with Milt and his wife. And over the years, that relationship grew and we did more and more business together, but our relationship grew. We did more and more transactions together, but we also did more and more relationship things together. I don't know. That's pretty satisfying. I mean, at the end of the day, it isn't just about the business. It's not just about the money. It's about the relationships and the people that you're spending time with. So I guess that's my takeaway from this episode is to keep that in mind. This is more than just about transactions. It's about relationships. And if you can make it about the relationships and you can develop those relationships, we, we all do business with people we like and people we trust if you genuinely like them. It helps if you like people. If you don't like people, this is a tough gig. And I would go sell something else. You could be a headset jockey. You could work at Rocket Mortgage or, you know, better.com or any of the places where, you know, you're just sitting on the phone and you're, you're, you're trying to connect and, and you're, there's no value involved. It's just transactional. It's who's got the cheapest price. So keep that in mind. And at the end of all of these episodes, I just want to remind you that nothing's going to happen unless you pick up the phone and make a call. So I encourage you to have the a focus on that on a consistent basis. We're going to talk about different strategies on further episodes about why you need to be intentional about how, how many conversations you're having on a daily basis. So just remember, nothing happens until you pick up the phone. So make the call, everybody. Thanks. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Make the Call with Dave Gallegos, brought to you by Zenith Home Loans. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the show anywhere you listen to podcasts and share the show with a friend or colleague who would also find value.